Happy holidays from Wine Wanderings. This is Trisha Conover, the editor of Wine Wanderings. Bubbles and holidays are a perfect pairing. I'd like to cover what to serve, how to serve the toast, and then some suggestions for you for gifts for the holidays or to add to your holiday occasion. So holiday parties are upon us and nothing sets the stage for a party guest's more than being served a glass of bubbly from an ornate silver tray. Great bubbles are found all over the world. All special occasions call for sparkling wine, but winter holiday parties demand an impressive sparkler. I received more email requesting sparkler and champagne suggestions in December than any other time of the year. People are confused with how to select a type or style of sparkling wine. Should it be domestic or international? Should it be chilled when it's served? What food pairs with sparkling wine? They even ask, what is the proper etiquette for giving a champagne toast? These questions are answered here, including an attached champagne primer discussing wine sweetness levels, what the bottle sizes mean, and defining terms of their style and production. Lots of people loved historically champagne. Coco Chanel said, I only drink champagne on two occasions, when I'm in love and when I'm not. Champagne and sparkling wine are found everywhere, but only champagne can come from the Champagne region of France. It's an, it's an European Union rule. Cremant can also come from French regions of Loire, Alsace, Burgundy, and Bordeaux. Sparkling wines come from many other regions of the world, even sparkling Shiraz or Chardonnay from Australia and Tasmania. American sparklers are from many states, including California, Oregon, Virginia, Washington, New Mexico, Texas, New York, many states. Cava, sparkling wine, comes from Spain, and sparklers come from South Africa. You can get Prosecco or Franciacorta, which is a a champagne traditional style from Italy, and Sect comes from Germany, Austria, or the Czech Republic. And now even with global warming, you can get British sparkling wines. They're very good. So choose one that fits your budget or the event. Charles Dickens said, champagne is one of the elegant extras in life. Before serving, chill the sparkling wine or champagne well by placing the bottle on a bucket filled with ice and just enough water to make a slurry for 30 minutes. Remember, the pressure in a bottle of champagne is equivalent to that of a large tire, so be aware of flying cork consequences. Turn the wire cage five and a half twist open, slant the bottle at a 45 degree angle away from guests, and untwist the bottle instead of the cork to open it, leaving the wire muzzle loosely coupled for safety and for leverage. Then grasp the cork firmly and twist the bottle slowly and let the pressure help ease out the cork while maintaining pressure on it. A maiden's sigh is the sound to aim for, not a loud pop. Serve champagne or sparkling wine in a tall flute, tulip glasses, or coupes. Those are those shorter, rounder ones modeled supposedly after Marie Antoinette's breast, and serve at a temperature of 40 to 
47 degrees. Pour a small amount in the glass and let the bubbles settle. Then top it to about two-thirds full. Let that glass be fully consumed and don't top it up later so that it can again be enjoyed highly chilled. Food pairing for champagne spans from appetizers to main courses and desserts. Pair champagne with oysters Rockefeller or smoked salmon, toast points with cream cheese. Salt choices always work with dry sparkling wines. For instance, popcorn tossed with Parmesan cheese and olive oil is a very nice example. Follow wine and dessert pairing guidelines when you serve sparkling wine with dessert and make sure the champagne or sparkling wine is sweeter than the dessert or the wine will fall flat. So you'll look for a demi-sec or a dew version of champagne or sparkling wine. Dom Perignon, the monk, was said, come quickly, I'm tasting the stars. He shouted to his fellow monks regarding the champagne that he had made. The toast. Many people ask how to make a champagne toast, especially significant at weddings. So special occasions require you to give um, a toast. And here are a few guidelines. Spontaneous toasts not only look that casual. Select the right words and practice them. A touch of humor is rarely out of place. Understand that you may be recorded and tweeted later, so be appropriate. When ready, make sure that everyone has been poured a glass of wine and say, may I have your attention, versus beating on the glassware with the utensils. Stand up and speak directly to the toastee, first and then at last, while in between, look at the rest of the audience. Don't gesture with your glass or you may slosh the wine. A toast of 90 seconds or less is always appreciated. Finally, say, let's welcome Max, or let's celebrate Max, a great friend, or to Max, or another appropriate ending. Tip the glass and take a sip of the wine at the end of the toast. All special occasions call for champagne, but winter holiday parties demand a festive sparkler. Cheers! So Winston Churchill was a huge consumer of champagne, too. He said of champagne, in success, you deserve it, and in defeat, you need it. My recommendations for impressive sparklers are, are the new Dom Perignon Lady Gaga Vintage with a gift box. It's about $230. You can get it at wine.com, and it ranked Wine Spectator 96 points. It's a really graceful champagne featuring notes of toasted brioche, tangerine, candied ginger, and lime blossoms. as a very fine mousse, that's the bubbly part, and a long lingering finish. I'd also recommend for a spectacular choice, the Laurent Perrier Grand Cicla Number no. 24 Sun King Jacket Bottle. It runs about $160.00. And it is considered the prestige cuvee or the best of the Laurent Perrier house. This wine comes from the Grand Cru vineyards in Champagne and features aromas of almond, mandarin orange, gingerbread, and smoke. Domaine Carneris Cuvée de la Pompadour Brut Rosé, and I love a great Brut Rosé sparkling wine, garnered wine enthusiasts 95 points. It's a state-grown Pinot Noir and Chardonnay 
that make up this blend. And some of the aromas are dry, nutty, and spicy, creamy brioche and baked apple. A real bargain at $40. There's some best value and unusual sparklers from other locations we mentioned earlier. Francia Corda, Italy, the Fergantina is from Lombardy, and it's $65. Wine enthusiasts ranked at 91 points. It's a vintage sparkler from the best region of Italy. That's Francia Corda again, featuring aromas of breadcrust honey and white stone fruits, a brisk and refreshing wine. I recently visited Albuquerque, New Mexico, and met the winemaker Cyril of Gruet, um, and their brute is a, such a bargain, $16. Wine and Spirits ranked at 90 points. See my newsletter called Gruet Winery, a premium sparkling producer in New Mexico with French roots and American dreams. One of the most unusual places and one of the biggest producers in Tasmania is Jan's, spelled J-A-N-Z. Their premium rosé is $27, and it's wonderful with fresh strawberry, pomegranate, and mandarin orange flavors in this rosé. Also from South Africa, the West Cape region, Graham Beck uses a brute method, Cap Classique it's called, and it's $19 to Canner Magazine ranked at 90 points. And it's a blend of Pinot Noir and Chardonnay with attractive scents of apple and citrus and creamy lees. If you go to my newsletter on Holidays and Bubbles, you'll see a champagne sparkler that includes terms of champagne bottles, like, for instance, a Magnum, a, a Bathazar, what do the bottle names mean? They're named after kings from the Bible. The sweetness levels, for instance, Brut Demisec, and also some terms like what does NV mean? It means non-vintage. What's a prestige cuvee? And so forth. What is a negociant? And you'll learn that in that. So coming up, Wine Wonderings editorial calendar for 2022. What should you expect of a planning session? And I will be detailing in my next article, who had the most views this year? What articles, what wineries, what trips had the best views? Expect some additional cocktail mixology and spirit stories coming up too. And live from Slow Wine, uh, a presentation of Italian wineries that is traveling throughout the United States, which I'll pick up in Austin, Texas. Thank you for joining me on the podcast for Wine Wanderings. This is Trisha Conover signing off.